Good morning. Wow, it's very full. Hello, everybody upstairs. Hello. What a beautiful view. The reading this morning is from Luke 24, verses 1 to 12. If you've got your colouring sheets, you might find some of the things mentioned, but you might want to look at the screens because you'll see some pictures that go with the reading. Very early Sunday morning, the women came to the tomb where Jesus' body was laid. They brought sweet-smelling spices that they had prepared. They saw that the heavy stone that covered the entrance had been rolled away. They went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. They didn't understand this. While they were wondering about it, two men in shining clothes stood beside them. The women were very afraid. They bowed down their faces to the ground. The men said to them, why are you looking for a living person here? This place is for dead people. Jesus is not here. He has risen from death. Do you remember what he said in Galilee? He said the Son of Man must be handed over to the control of sinful men, that he would be killed on a cross, and that he would rise from death on the third day. Then the women remembered what Jesus had said. The women left the tomb and went to the 11 apostles and the other followers. They told them everything that had happened, but the apostles did not believe what they said. It sounded like nonsense. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb to see. He looked in, but only saw the cloth that Jesus' body had been wrapped in. It was just lying there. Peter went away to be alone, wondering what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Fantastic. Thanks, Helen. Now, I'm going to need some helpers in these next few minutes. Um, so I'm going to need quite a few children who need to do a little bit of a search for me because there might be some interesting things hidden around the building. And then I might need a couple of, at least a couple of older children or teenagers who can also get involved as well. So um, children, if you'd like to go exploring, you might find some uh, Easter eggs. Only these Easter eggs can't be eaten. 
Okay, so don't go looking in the box at the back because that might come into play later. But if you go and have a nose around and see if you can find me a few of these eggs, that would be really helpful. Um, and while you're doing that, I need uh, three others, to, uh, well, two especially who think they're pretty good at sort of quick fire opposites. So if I say a word, you can come up with the opposite of that particular word. So who reckons they're up for that challenge? Yes, fantastic. Come and join me just here. Uh, if you put your eggs in the uh, basket. Put your eggs in the basket. Oh, no, not the stones, just the eggs. There you go. Um, so one, and someone else as well who thinks they're pretty good at, you know, answering questions, opposites. You up for it? Great. And uh, we need someone who's going to be timekeeper. You get to blow a whistle. Yeah, okay, timekeeper, come and stand up here. Everyone else, if you bought your egg, just sit on that step when you've got your egg. In fact, you can, yeah. There you go, got your whistle ready, and you're going to be our timekeeper, so you need a stopwatch. So what we're going to do, we're going to go on here. Uh, where do we need to go? We're going to clock and uh, stopwatch. And when I say you press start, and when it gets to 30 seconds, you will press stop. All right, got that? So you're our two competitors, and we have some opposites, and we're going to see how many you can do, see who's going to win. So remind me of your names? Nicola. Nicola and Nicola and Jasmine. So who's going to start? Nicola. Okay. Right, here you go. You've got to get as many of these opposites as you can in 30 seconds. So, are you ready? On your marks. Oh, yeah, you whistle when the time's up. So press the button when I say go. Ready, steady, go. Best. Worst. Arrive. Um, go away. Uh, below. Uh, big. Small. Birth. Death. Bitter. Sweet. Black. White. Early. Late. East. West. Fail. Succeed. False. True. Fast. Slow. Floor. Ceiling. Full. Pardon? Oh. <laughs> uh, he's on the button. He's on the button. Reckon you do some of those? <laughs> so you reckon, I reckon 13? Yeah. yeah? I can count just about. Now, how many do you think you might be able to get? 10. Let's head for 10, shall we? Here we go. So I'm going to share the microphone with you for this one so we can hear your answer. So here we go. So are you ready on the start, on the whistle? So girl. Boy. Lose. Win. Miss. Hit. 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 Uh, stop. Start. Start. Yes. No. Young. Old. Long. Short. Uh, like. N dislike. Last. First. Uh, late. Ooh. Very good. Very good indeed. Was that 10? Well done. You got your 10. Have one of these Easter eggs. They're a bit small, but there might be a bigger one later. Now, 
I'm, I'm just looking in there. I'm just counting those eggs. There are 11, 12, 30, 40. I don't think you've got all the eggs yet. I think there's two or three more. So if people want to go searching, let me see if I can see any. Uh, there's two or three more somewhere round and about. And those who've got an egg here, oh, here comes another one. Those who've got an egg, if you'd like to come and open up your egg, you might find there's something inside of it. Okay, so if you can, uh, when you've got your word, come and stand on this level along here, okay? So open it up, put the plastic egg in your pocket just for a minute, and come and stand with your word along here, and we'll see if we've got all of them. Okay, and who's got the golden egg? Okay, give me the golden egg just for a moment. So everyone else, stand along here with your word, facing everybody. Okay, so they can see what the word is. That's it. Nice and high. Now, have we got all of them, I wonder? And once you've got your word, I want you to find the person with your opposite. Okay? So, if someone had big, they'd be looking for someone with the word small. All right? So, see if you can find someone who's got the opposite word to you. So, what have we got here? We've got men and women over here. We've got evening. Has anyone got morning? Oh, morning's over there. So if you head this direction. There you go. You head along this way. There we go. Along there. Very good. Very good. Evening and morning. You want to stand on the step? What else have we got? Oh, crucified and risen. Yeah. Excellent. What have we got here? Walked and ran. We'll turn that the other way up. Fantastic. And what have you got here? Nonsense. Who thinks they've got the opposite of Nonsense. Have we got another one? Who's got truth? There we go. Nonsense and truth. So come and stand together over here. So have we got nine pairs? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Sounds about right. Fantastic. Now, just to make life easier for everybody, I've put them all up on this board. So. There we go. Those are our words. Well done. If you just sit down there just for a minute. And listen out for your words, because I reckon at some point in the next few minutes, your words might come up. Because as we think about the Easter story, we're in a world of opposites. There's lots of opposites in the Easter story. So listen out for your word. If your word appears, then do feel free to put your hand up, just to show you're still listening. Okay? Now, I don't know how you felt when you woke up this morning. Maybe you felt good, maybe you felt pretty dreadful. The disciples, when they woke up on that first Easter Sunday morning, they felt pretty dreadful. It had all gone horribly, horribly wrong. All their hopes and dreams had been dashed, and Jesus had been cruelly killed. And yet, by the end of the day, they felt hopeful instead of hopeless. Because the resurrection changed everything. Now, this is where your words might start coming in. So, if you hear your word, hold it up or put your hand up. They felt different later that evening than they felt early that morning. Anyone got any of those words? That's it. Hold them up. And what seemed like nonsense was actually revealed to be truth. Doubt was replaced by faith. And where they'd been walking along all forlorn and miserable because Jesus had died, all of a sudden we had Peter running 
He ran to the tomb to see what was going on. And the silly old disciples, they'd, they'd forgotten all of the things, or many of the things, that Jesus had told them. Jesus said, I'm going to die, but three days later, I'm going to rise to life. They'd forgotten that completely. But all of a sudden, as they began to clock what was going on, they remembered. Anyone got remembered? I think there's lots of things we can forget, including what's next. There we go. Oh, remembered, down there. This was good news for both men and for women, for old and for young. It was something to shout about. And the angel cried out, why do you look for the living among the dead? There we go. He is not here. The one who has been crucified, crucified, is, oh dear, risen. We have got a risen. Thought for a moment we didn't have a risen. The one who has been crucified is risen. A world of opposites in that first Easter story. A world of transformation. Death was defeated. Evil was overcome. The grave was empty. And that's what we celebrate today. The word in the golden egg was risen. We cannot overstate the importance of this event and this fact that Jesus is risen. In fact, the Apostle Paul, he was writing one of his letters to the church in Corinth, and he said, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins. If it's all a lie, we're all to be pitied. We're wasting our time. But if it's true, we can celebrate as we have been celebrating this morning. It was wonderful news for the disciples, and it's wonderful news for every single one of us in here, and if we choose to accept it, for every single person out there. It turns our world upside down, and it changes our perspective. There are some nasty things going on in the world, aren't there? Even overnight, there are some nasty um, bombings in Sri Lanka, in churches and hotels. Many people have been killed. It's horrible, it's evil, it's barbaric. And yet, in Jesus' death and resurrection, we're reminded that one day evil will be no more. Won't that be good? How we need that transformation. And then when we think about life and death, two wonderful, wonderful members of the Christchurch community have gone to be with the Lord in the last couple of weeks. Joy Lowe is a committed member here for many, many decades, passionate about mission, generous to a fault, a really deep faith. Jeff Staley, and I know some of the family are here this morning, came to faith in later life through Alpha. A great family man, very wise, very gentle. I had the privilege of spending time with him in Moldova 18 months ago. He's recently been serving as a school governor at Christchurch Juniors. And he's died all too soon for many of us. And our hearts go out to their families, all those who loved one. We feel something of the sadness. And yet the Easter story reminds us that death is not the end. Death is not the end. Ultimately, despair is obliterated by resurrection hope. And then the resurrection also reminds us that God is true to his promises. Through Jesus, our sins can be forgiven. The guilty are declared innocent and the anxious can know peace. 
The fact that Jesus is risen changes our perspective and changes our lives forever. There are some here who've been on a journey of faith in this last year and uh, were perhaps would have said they were quite far off from God a year ago. But now feel close. Maybe they've done the Alpha course. Maybe they came to Defying the Odds and heard the message of Rod Williams. Maybe it's through the youth or children's work or something else in the life of the church. And this is the first Easter Sunday when you can celebrate the fact that Christ is risen, knowing that it means something to you. That's fantastic. But it's also good news for any of us who are feeling a bit far off at the moment. The fact that through Jesus we're brought near again. That he loves us, that we can always turn back to him and receive him. And so the message of Easter, it's good news for men and women. It's good news for boys and girls. It's good news for young and old, for rich and poor, even for Brexiteers and Remainers. (laughs) If we're prepared to receive it. And so will you let Jesus turn your world upside down? This world of opposites, whatever we might be feeling that we might deem to be negative, can be turned around through Christ. Christ who was dead and gone, buried in the tomb, but came back to resurrection life. That's worth celebrating, isn't it? And we're going to continue celebrating this morning in our songs of worship as we share bread and wine together and even as we go on searches for Easter eggs at the end of the service. You've been very patient. Grab a little Easter egg on your way out as well as you go back to your seats. And we're going to sing a song which expresses our faith in God. So for musicians, we'd like to come up. It's, um, it's really what we call a creedal song in that it expresses belief, some of those things at the heart of our faith, including the message of the resurrection. So let's stand as we're going to sing together, Our Father Everlasting. And let's rejoice in what God has done for us in Christ. <laughs>